Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You can just do everything, can't you? You can adopt all the dogs and you can do all the body positivity posts and work with as many charities and grow as much and change as much and show your cellulite as much as you want. But to some people, you're just still going to be the girl who had sex on the telly. Hello and welcome back to Should I Delete That. I'm Alex Light. And I'm Em Clarkson. How are you doing now? I'm good. I'm good. It's my sister's wedding tomorrow. I'm very excited. Alex, your birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Top trumps. Birthdays, Trump, weddings. You've been here for longer. Happy birthday, Eve. It, you know, it's, it's funny. Like I put it on Instagram that we were celebrating my birthday last week because my sister's wedding is on my birthday this week. And people are so horrified. I had so many DMs and so many people saying to me, like, do you not get on with your sisters? Is there some kind of rivalry, sibling rivalry? <laughs> and it's not, no, 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 no. I, I wonder if because there are so many of us, birthdays just aren't really that big of a deal in my family. That's the saddest thing I have ever heard in my whole life but I'm Is pleased oh, yes very but I'm very pleased that it's not just me that thinks that it's a bit sus because when you told me and my sister we were like you fucking what like your sister's getting married <laughs> on your birthday which and then you were like yeah she just sent the invitations and that's how I found out she didn't even ask it, it's a sh- it's a shock it shocked me to my core I know I wasn't even bothered by it but I don't know now everyone's making me feel like I should be <laughs> but to be fair it is the bank holiday weekend and it's happened before I think this is the third wedding that I've been to on my birthday it's because it's the bank holiday weekend weekend it always falls like at the right time for weddings I actually have an unpopular opinion about mar- weddings on weekends but I feel like it's something for a Thursday episode uh, okay. not weekends sorry we- we- weddings weddings on bank holiday weekend but I feel like that's that's for another time it's for another time okay save it though because I want to know oh, okay I won't be popular or but that's the point you know you've got to be brave you know this world needs true speakers <laughs> um, I'm I'm remembering this for our next is it just me so stay tuned people because I'm okay. not letting this go um okay. anything good for me it's a birthday tomorrow that's good enough for me oh thanks and I've always been in the sea I think that was my good last week too 
Oh, I'm just you know I'm just vibing. Yeah, it's just it's just good vibes. Oh, just, good. just gen- general good. What about you? Any any specific goods? Um, I had my I had a spray tan done yesterday for the wedding, and I had my nails done, and I was like, oh no, that can't be my good. And then I was like, no, no, that can be my good because it makes me feel good and I like it. So there you go. That is my good. Good for you. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Fine. I'm gonna yeah. pick a superficial good too. I have a tan. I have a tan for the first time since my bloody honeymoon. You do? Yeah. I haven't I haven't seen the sun. I haven't even thought about the sun in this whole time. You're super tanned. Yeah, thank you. I just like and actually weird, obviously I've got a baby now, so you can't just sunbathe. Um so I've literally just picked this up on the move and I I'm fucking chuffed, if I'm honest. I'm fucking chuffed. Because I don't like a ghost anymore. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> bad? Anything bad? Bad. Um, my bad originates from TikTok, as usual. So I, well, this video just randomly popped up. was like, do you let your dog kiss you on the lips? Yes, you do. If so, you're probably going to have your limbs amputated. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Now, I don't probably. actively let Betty kiss me on the lips, probably. I don't actively let Betty kiss me on the lips, but she likes to, like, all she wants in the world is to kiss me on the lips, right? So I'm constantly fighting her off. Like, please, I call her Licky Linda. Please, I'm like, no, please, no, no. Betty, don't do this. I don't want to lose my arms and legs. Please, please. Well, n- n- now the stakes are much higher. So I'm constantly fighting her off, but she still tries. Licky Linda's at it all the time. And sometimes she catches me unawares and she gets me on the lips. And now every time she does it, I see a limb flash before my eyes. <laughs> Oh, great. I'm probably going to lose my arm now. Thanks, Betty. Yeah. Fuck's probably. sake. <laughs> probably. Oh, probably. I, don't, I, I, did, I watched the video. I didn't even understand it. But it's just like this bacteria that gets into your limbs and you get gangrene. I was like, fuck. Fuck off, Betty. So. <laughs> you don't have hands. You don't understand. I don't even like you anyway. So yeah, that's 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 my bad. I keep learning stuff like on TikTok like that. that's freaking, freaking me out. And then someone else was like, oh, this is the number one worst thing you can do for your stomach and your gut. So I was like, oh, here you go. Some good advice to follow. And it was like, um, no, it's not drinking Diet Coke or it's not doing, I, I don't know, like eating junk food or anything like this. It's getting food poisoning. So I was like, oh, okay. So you name the one thing that's out of our control. Good advice, internet. <laughs> I have no choice. Like I can't, stop myself from getting food poisoning really if I'm gonna get food poisoning I'm gonna get food poisoning so like I don't know sorry this is probably a Thursday rant but like I just feel like I just feel like TikTok's freaking me out about stuff that I can't control yeah they've got your number okay anyway what's your bad I'm I'm hyped up now bring me back my bad is I don't know if you remember last week I said everybody here is sick and it's uh, it's like playing Russian roulette and I'm just sitting at the table waiting for me to get sick well it fucking came yeah. Not only did I get sick out, you I got, got sick. COVID. Fuck. And I didn't know it was COVID because everyone else was a bit ill. I was ill. And I, was, I said to Alex, I was like, this is this feels like COVID. And he was like, probably the air conditioning. I'm in the middle of nowhere. We're not going out anywhere. Everyone that I've been with, I've been with anyway. So I was like, well, well, you know, this was like last week. I was like, okay, well, it's just what it is. And then out of nowhere, I think I did a poo. And I was like... That's weird. It doesn't smell. Oh, you're joking. You've lost your smell. Yeah. And then I had Arlo sitting on me and Alex came over and he was like, whoa, she's done a poo. And I was like, no, she's not. I can't smell anything. It's like, oh my God. And then I got a massive... This happened last time I got COVID too. Lost my smell. Which has been a bit gutting. Anyway, I'm I'm getting whiffs back again. 
I saw somebody I, okay, I that a cigarette good. yesterday I was like oh my god so um, it's, it's on the way back but I haven't been very well yeah I can taste a bit but like only a bit it's not the it's same. It's okay. It's not the same. No, I'm putting a lot of lemon on everything. I hate losing smell and taste. It's horrible. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'm definitely better now. It's been like, I think it's been a week. I think last time I spoke to you, I was starting to not feel well. And that was eight days ago. So I'm definitely better. But yeah, it was rough. That's such bad timing as well. Like that's such a waste, a waste of holiday. Well, I did think better to get it in August when it's not so bad. It's not great when you're away, but also any parent listening this would have been my bad if I hadn't got COVID but holidaying with kids that's not the bad but like it's just it's very different and I think it's been like 40 degree heat I've had COVID and I've had a baby here trying to keep her safe and shaded in 40 degrees and it's been intense like it's just it's been it's been intense so maybe yeah I could have done without COVID but then I just thought I was like well you know what it's drug city anyway so I might as well get it out of the way and then at least when I get home I'm, I've, I've done my COVID so I yeah. should have some immunity for a while yeah I mean you've kind of killed three birds with one stone yeah I and I don't want to sound like I'm moaning about the holiday because it's been amazing and I feel so grateful that we've been here it's just very different speed holidaying with a yeah a small child hot weather with a small child yeah. but I can swing us I can swing us back around with some awkward with the best awkward out this is the most yeah, awkward thing that's ever happened ever in the history of awkwardness okay oh my god I'm excited this is not, this is not mine I have borrowed this okay. right from somebody that we're away with now she has given me permission I said I'll keep you anonymous and she said fuck it you can name me so I'm here with one of the most beautiful people I've ever known in my life she's called Alina and she's a model a fully like professional it's what she does for a job model right, right. and so you look at her and you just think you've got your shit together because you're beautiful yeah. and that's how society is conditioned us to think beautiful people <laughs> don't do awkward things right right wrong wrong so <laughs> they went the kids went the youths went the younger people here not me because i've got covid and i'm an adult with a baby different kind of adult they're adults i'm a i'm a i'm a, I'm a different breed of adult now okay <laughs> so they went on their night out now poor alina has had they've all had they've all had jippy tummies but alina specifically has had a bad tummy now she went on a night out she was clubbing she ran to the bathroom because she's got the squits she runs to the bathroom she sits down on the cubicle oh no the bathroom attendant comes running in going no no like a palm whatever get out stop and alina is literally mid poo and she's like what and the woman's like you can't and the bathroom attendant says you can't do that here get out <gasps> in front of everyone so she had to stop pooing pull up oh her my god and walk past every single person in the in the in the queue who were all looking at her going ew she was pooing and then she oh was my god! Back into the nightclub. How did she know? How did the toilet tenant know she was pooing? I don't know. Must have had that look about her. But oh <laughs> my god, die! Oh my die. god, that's horrendous. What die. do you mean you can't do that here? It's a toilet. Like it's a, it's a human. Like we can't really control that bodily function. What do you well, mean you can't do it here? Do if it. you can't do it here, where can you do it? I know. I know. Oh no, my no. god. I know. May not. Out just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Did she leave after that? I didn't even ask, you know. I mean, I assume she left eventually, but 
Yeah, she said she said the worst part was the walk of shame back past everybody in the queue because they were literally going, ew, <laughs> ew. Oh my God, that's so mortifying. Oh, it's the poor girl. It's the that's worst thing I've ever awful. heard. I know, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> literally, the worst awkward. Oh God. <laughs> Makes my awkward not, so, not look so awkward anymore. Um, oh good, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I feel quite good about myself now. I did a, I did a talk for a company I did a talk for a company and in person and I had slides like a real like the professional that I am um but it's the first time that I've d- done a talk with slides like in person so I don't know how the whole thing works anyway everyone's in the room I'm not good at numbers but I reckon like 25 people and we're in a fairly small room like I, there isn't any space between me standing at the front and like I'm the people you. next to me they're right there Um, And then there's a big projector behind me where my slides are going. And the woman brought the, they were struggling to find the adapter. So we were running late for my computer. Anyway, they came and they plugged, I plugged my computer in and it flashed straight up onto the, onto the projector. It's not as bad as it could have been, but it was my spot, my Spotify was on there. And obviously like, so my, my playlist is called Misery 2 and it's the playlist, the playlist title comes up so big as Misery 2. And I was like, you know, if it was, if this was like, if this was like a podcast live show, people get like, they know I'm a bit weird. Like I'm just a bit, sad. I guess that's the word, like weird and sad and like, they just get it. I don't know. These people don't get it. So I was like, oh God, get it off, get it off. Get it off. I Please was like, come and talk with us um, about like positivity ha-ha. and <laughs> yeah, exactly, of course. people. Yeah. I was like, oh, haha, I like sad music. And they were like, uh, uh. Oh, you <laughs> That's fucking so fucking weirdo. weird. <laughs> misery too, as well. I always love that playlist name. It's like, it wasn't enough just to have some misery. I had to have, it's like misery the sequel. Like, <laughs> literally, that's what happened. Me and my mate started misery, and then he started adding things to it that I deemed not miserable enough. So I started misery too, <laughs> for myself. <laughs> so it's as sad as it sounds. <laughs> yeah, try explaining oh. that to the positivity panel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awkward. Right, we have a great guest this week. We have the one and only Vicky Pattinson, who. We've wanted to talk to you for some time and we were so happy to make this happen. We covered so much ground in this, didn't we? Fertility, uh, Geordie Shaw, being in the public eye. Body image, getting out of your box, like the way that people view you and changing that and and the way that your self-worth is tied up with how people perceive you. And it was just literally the best conversation with the best bubbly human being ever. I know we all want to be like her mate now, like proper mate, you know, but... I mean, her and Arlo took some pretty iconic selfies together, so I felt like I've got a good in there. Just saying. You do. Yeah, yeah, that was really cute. That was really cute. I will pawn my baby um, out for friends. No problem. Absolutely. <laughs> I bet she'd like Betty. I could pawn Betty out. No, she won't. Not now she knows that Licky Linda could have her arms and legs. <laughs> Licky Linda. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, well, without further ado, here is Vicky. Enjoy. Vicky, hi. Hello. Oh my God, I'm so happy to have you in here. I'm so excited. The feeling is completely mutual, guys. I always get really overwhelmed when I come and do somebody's podcast and they have like a semi-professional, professional setup because I'm just in me walking wardrobe on my front room (laughs) doing mine, you know, because I can't get 
loads of hours to myself. So yeah, so when I come somewhere like this, I'm almost a bit like nervous. It does feel that. that professional, doesn't it? Does. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I literally just changed a nappy on the carpet on the floor, if that helps. <laughs> you actually humanised this entire experience for me. We've got a lot to cover. We've got loads of time though, babes. I have Don't, no hard out. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> should be here like tomorrow morning, like, oh. I didn't mean it. <laughs> Let me go. Um... Don't, I don't know where to start, but we'd love to talk to you about body image, especially because that's how we connected online through body image. And well, I just loved your stuff. Oh, thank you. Thanks. She used to love it. She loved it. And now, <laughs> past she's taken, taken a funny turn. Okay. <laughs> oh, it always does. Still a firm I always fan. Disappoint. No, you don't. <laughs> but you talk about, a lot about body image on your page, don't you? I and try. you try to like keep it real I guess for lack of a better term and try and show like the the more real more reality side with the more like polished side which your followers really love don't they, do. they they really like it I think they like the the relatability of it um and it seems to me not putting words in your mouth but it seems to me like you're in a good place now with your body image yeah no I think no I think you're you're pretty right um and if you look at the people who are following us, like I know it's 98% women or something. Mm. I feel sorry for that 2% of blokes who are just hoping to get a picture of us in the bikini. Twice a year. Sorry, fellas. Um, but yeah, like the majority of women who follow me, like I'm assuming have either followed me since my days on Geordie Shore or found me mm. when I went in the jungle or, you know, been introduced to me via social media, via a pal, whatever. They're, they're, they're mums or they're, mm. they're, they're women in the 30s. Yeah. They're going or they're or they're busy um or they themselves are struggling with body image they're my people you know yeah. so I think they just get it so I think that's why it resonates so much um because I think t- no matter how much we try and hide it like as women we all sort of struggle with, yeah with what we see in the mirror at times you know no matter how perfect you might think a woman's body is or how together you think their life mm. is like we're all just like ducks and we're feet are all just going like that under the surface like desperate to stay afloat so yeah I think that's why I do it I felt like it's just kind of universal Mm. we're all we're all dealing with something aren't we Mm. so yeah I think as well like a lot of the people who did what you did like we've really grown up with you and like so many people have seen you through so much like I'd Mm. say like when we 2011 that Geordie Shaw started yeah so we I think it's something like 13 yeah Wow. Yeah, so. Wow. But yeah. Because it's like, it's your whole 20s, right? Oh, yeah, my whole 20s. I think I started when I was something like 22 and left when I was something like 28. So Mm. essentially, yeah, yeah, a full decade. Wow. And it was also that really nice decade where you are fucking cripplingly insecure anyway (laughs) and like have no clue what you're doing and want to act like you have it all figured out, but don't and are so like, just in your own head anyway so yeah it was me 20s so doing that but also doing it in the public eye was proper was a wild ride that's rough <laughs> yeah what was that like for your body image like do it do, seeing yourself through the, I guess like the country's eyes like mm. so it was like it's hard because I think it would be really easy for me to be like oh I have had issues in a complicated relationship with my body because I was on TV when I was 22 that would be such an easy thing for me to say mm. but it's actually so not true mm. like I Yes, the platform I was given through the show I did clearly exacerbated existing issues with my body. Yeah, But I can remember not liking my body when I was 12 years old, mm. you know? I can remember playing in the 
in the school playground and some girl telling me I couldn't be Baby Spice because she wore a crop top and I couldn't wear a crop top because I had a big belly. Really? Yeah, I know. I mean, twig bitch. <laughs> no, but I mean, that was, she learned that somewhere. Yeah. You know, she yeah. didn't make that up, little 10-year-old yeah. girl. So what I'm saying is like, yes, I found being in the public eye, that transition from just like being a nice, normal person I found that attack, everyone having an opinion about my body quite hard. But I'd been saying those things to myself that Dave from Wolverhampton was saying to me on Twitter. I'd been saying that to myself for 10 years, so it was nothing new. But that's almost yeah. harder, in my opinion. Yeah. All the trolling that I experienced at a young age, the, the ones that hurt the most are the ones that you that tell yourself. You tell yourself. Yeah. And that's, for me, still the ones that, like, 10 years on, I can't unlearn. I can't unhear them. Because it's like, that confirmation bias, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And like, we're always going to be our harshest critic. Mm. And when my inner critic really gets like on one, like for example, I think I did a post recently, it was Sunday night. And like, I know I've been enjoying myself recently over the last couple of months. It's been the summer. I've been on holidays. I've been at baby showers. I've had weekends with me mates. Um, and it, I think because I was tired and driving back from Newcastle and feeling a little bit vulnerable anyway, like it just... Mm it was louder than ever, my inner critic. And you know, like someone can say something to me on social media and I can obsess over it. Like mm. that's who I am. I'm neurotic. I'm sensitive. But when my inner critic senses weakness and gets going, like that's just me. I'm really? done. Complete downward spiral. Yeah. And it can be anything, you know, lasses. Like it is a lot to do with body image always. At the end of the day, I'm human, I'm female. Um, yeah. But it can be being a bad dog mum. Or it can be, I haven't worked hard enough or I've not got enough money or so-and-so's more successful than you. Like, it can, do you know what? I can even work myself up. I'm going to end up with no teeth. I can work myself <laughs> up over anything. Oh my God, Where will we they are go? so on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I can work myself up to anything. Oh, anything. Even the most ridiculous things, Al. So, yeah, so we are our harshest critics. Mm. And, like, things that people say can be cruel and callous and they can definitely plant seeds of evil. But... I think it's ultimately down to us. Like, yeah. you know, how how far we take that. Mm. Whether we just go, you know, you're hurting. Mm. Like, Barry from Wolverhampton. You know, you're hurting. That's why he's like a lot of people in Wolverhampton yeah, need a lot of help. I feel like Wolverhampton <laughs> are getting a really bad rep. Let's change it. Um, Sarah from Barnsley. Mm -hmm. She's getting put on blast now. <laughs> yeah, Sarah from Barnsley. Like, I feel like maybe you're projecting. You, yeah. need, you need healing. You're not having a good day. Like, that's you. But it's like, or, or we can go, you know what, she's right. Mm. And it's down to us. Like, yeah. life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you deal with it. And I am ultimately really guilty of taking these throwaway comments from complete strangers mm. and fucking making them be my true, my full identity. <laughs> you know, which is terrible. And I'm working on it. But I'm human again. Yeah. And I mean, I imagine that has been like long-standing work yeah full journey because also like in 2011 like I can't really remember but it was not a nice time like in the press in the tabloids on Twitter people weren't pleasant about people yep. especially on reality tv shows right yeah so fortunately we didn't have some of the tragedy that we've had now mm -hmm. you know like there's been terrible losses of gorgeous beautiful life mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. which we can't get away from you know yeah um because people were put in the public eye, because people didn't know how to act, because they didn't have the right help, all the rest of it. But also as well, like, I think people just, we weren't aware as aware of the ramifications on people's mental health. We, we weren't doing better 
you know? Mm. And like, I love that there's been huge progression in that space, you know? Influencers like yourself, magazines have learned. Like, I think there's been huge progression and leaps in the right direction, you know? Mm. But yeah, mate, back then, like, social media, because it was pretty much just Twitter, was wild west. Mm. The press was so toxic and problematic. Like, I know Mm. you've spoke about this before, so I'm like preaching to the choir here. Lasses, man, just remember like Red Rings of Shame. That the hoop of, hoop of horror. Hoop of horror. Holy shit. Yeah, like hoop of horror. It's pivotal as well. Like, if I think back to so much of my own insecurities, I can see, like, I swear it's like Courtney Cox or something. It was just, bless her, like skin and bones. Yeah. And her little, like, skin rolls. Yeah. I can see the exact photo. She was she's on a beach yeah, in a yeah, bikini, yeah, yeah. and she's leaning forward. She's leaning forward, and it's just skin, and, and it's it's literally skin. It's yeah. like it ha- the skin had to go somewhere. Yeah. Heaven forbid your body moves, man. I know. I, I remember feeling like a seal when I looked at that. I was like, oh my god, I, I won't know. even roll. Like I'm just dense. Oh, I was crushing. It was crushing. So horrendous. <laughs> like that does shape. That did shape like so much of how we see ourselves yeah. now. Like you can't. You can't get away from that, can you? But it was like sweating. Like people's sweat patches were... And anything. Absolutely anything. Unwanted hair. They used to love to circle the old armpit. Yeah. Jesus. Or like a toe. I would just be all red. Like not in the right place in the the heel. Do you remember? Like the toe poking out. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, my God. But but seeing that stuff makes you feel like about that stuff as well. Yeah. Not only on other people, but on yourself. So it's so weird. You just couldn't do note, could you? No, no. And that is a bit how it felt. But that's, I mean, we're looking, we're we're talking about that as consumers. Yeah. But you're like, you were on the other side of it. Like you were being hooped. Yeah, I was being hooped. I mean, there's a couple things, right? So one is Geordie Shaw was known for being super controversial, super wild, super toxic, right? So Mm. car crash telly, you know? Um, So I feel like seeing us fall out of a club on a Saturday night and the bean paths was not news. Nobody really gave a shit. We avoided the hoops quite a lot. I mean, also like everyone had seen we're doing far worse on the telly. Yeah. So why are we going to hoop her sweatpatch when we've seen her get fingered? (laughs) Sorry, everyone. (laughs) But you know what I mean? No, that is such a good point because like they always chose people who were, who were, I guess, like really... like elusive and always like perfect. Always oh, they want to catch you out. They want to catch you out. And that's yeah. the most. That, that's the most like satisfying one. For, yeah, yeah. That's that's such a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. So I mean, if you were made in Chelsea, or if you were like the only way is Essex, whatever, and you were glam and gorgeous and put together all the time, like I do believe they hunted you mm, for those yeah. hoops, you know. Mm, yeah. But if you were sort of us, it was kind of a bit more like there she is at it again. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's not newsworthy. Yeah. yeah. But I, that's the press. And I definitely saw a change in that when I rebranded myself, when I turned myself around, when I got older, when I became more put together, less falling out of nightclubs. Like yeah. I definitely, you know, they had a desire to trip us up then. But no, mm. the the social media, that's different. That's always been savage, hasn't it? Savage. Twitter was a very hateful <laughs> space. <laughs> How was it when you did um, The Jungle? Because I always think that like, you didn't have, you don't have phones. You don't know what the reaction yeah. is to anything that you're doing. So how was it? coming I guess like coming out of it so when I was in there I remember being like in this little bubble and having the nicest time because I'm a huge fan of the show I was absolutely buzzing to be there I couldn't believe me look like you know I knew I was probably going to be quite divisive um, in terms of a a camp mate but like I couldn't see it I couldn't see what people were saying about us people loved you though well not instantly 
Oh, so, really? I know. So my mom, I remember my mum telling us, and a couple of other people telling us for that matter, that when I went in, Twitter just kicked off. Like, it did it. get her out of there. Really? We don't want her in there. What's she doing? She's going to ruin it. Like, And I <laughs> understand wholeheartedly that people are protective of the of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. It's a British institution. It's something you look forward to watching all year round. Aunt Decker class. Listen, I get yeah. it. But I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah. make any sense. Sorry, but- what did you think I was going to do? Like, She's going to ruin and, it. Like, drink a Jager bomb and punch a kangaroo. Like, it's not that sure. It's not that sure. So I I, I did, luckily for me, I didn't see all that, you know? Yeah. But within 24 hours, I was the favourite to win. Yeah. And I remained that way till the end. Like, I think I did myself a favour, but I also, also think, like, hopefully I did the preconceived notions of people from reality TV a favour, you know? Like, let's yeah. open our eyes. Just because we're in on a show called, yeah. like, Geordie Shaw, where the space is, like, drinking and partying and shouting, doesn't mean that's all I do. Yeah. You know, just similarly, the same as if someone from Essex, like, they don't just eat jelly deals and get for jazzles. Yeah. Like, let's op- like, you know, let's open our minds a bit. So I think it, it was nice to feel like I'd changed some... Misconceptions about yourself, but maybe all that. Yeah, like you humanized yeah. yourself, which I think is really important because I think particularly like during that the hoop of hit horror era, mm-hmm. and it's the way that celebrities always been, but particularly I think like there was a vulnerability to, I'd say definitely the Geordie Shaw cast because I don't know how I feel about and the the more reality TV goes on, the the harder I find to just find justifications because I just think the amount of alcohol that was consumed, I just think... Oh, yeah, completely. Like, take, it would, they wouldn't be allowed to make it the same no, today. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was taking advantage. So I think it was really important that you... And it had to it had to change, and it has to keep changing, that you're humanised and people can actually look at you and be like, oh, no, she's actually just a normal person and she's not, like... A monster. Um, yeah, yeah, of course which you is are. What they want, which is what a lot of people assumed I kind of was. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's so interesting, Lass? It's like, you've just triggered triggered my memory um, I remember because me and Fern were in there weren't we and we're just like nice normal girls I think in terms of body yeah. shape like Fern's gorgeous I'll always think she is but like in terms of body shape like we have lumps and bumps and bits that everybody yeah. has and um, it wasn't until I was out that my agent told me they had in the press lined up pictures from like mine and her like calendars for example where back in the day like I don't really love a lot of editing airbrushing now big campaigns you can't get away from it you get a bit it's glossy that's what it's meant to be but back in the day you used to get airbrushed to death it was just how things were done mate like literally like I'm not advocating I'm just saying Um, and they'd put images of like me and Fern in the jungle screenshotted from like the telly I remember this yeah next to our airbrushed calendar images and being like I was I to call one out. Oh my like, god! I'm on the fucking telly to like 14 million people every night. Do you not think I know that can see the real me? Yeah. Like I wasn't you, exactly. You're not. You're not catching me out here. I'm not catching. I'm yeah, on the telly, bit. Yeah. 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 So also, it, who cares? But the press also know. This is what really annoys me about the British press, particularly. They know you didn't edit it. Yeah. Like obviously, you weren't sitting there being like, they'll never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, They're not gonna know. Yeah. They're Literally. Oh. But hold a bit of accountability, babe. I seen those pictures and I was like, yes, I look fucking wicked. Send them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I knew, but it was what people were doing then. Now, yeah, of course, course I'd be course like, it was. oh my God, no, that's not me. Yeah. But yeah. this is, you're going back 15 years yeah. nearly, you know? So, no, I think um, it's, yeah, I think Geordie Shaw escaped a lot of scrutiny from the press mm-hmm. because we were mm. just so <laughs> car crash. Um, 
and feral. You know, I always say we look like raccoons in the garage when we used to wake up in the morning. We're like, <laughs> um, but it was fine. We lent into it and it was representative of your life in your 20s. Yeah. You know, a lot of the time drinking too much, kissing boys, you shouldn't being a bit reckless. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it was in my 30s, post jungle, when I did lean into a more polished, a more mm. daytime TV image that they were like, oh, hang on, we can get her falling out of a nightclub here and won't that be a fall from yeah. grace? So there was a change then. Yeah, yeah. They're obsessed with it, aren't they? Yeah. Like catching you. Was it, how was it trying to make that transition from Geordie Shore and I guess trying to get people to drop that kind of feral raccoon, <laughs> raccoons <laughs> in the garage image and, you know, swap it for a more, like like you said, polished and yeah. like daytime TV? A lot of it was organic, mate, right? Mm. Like if I'd just done the jungle and gone, all right, well, do not call me Vicky from Geordie Shore any, anymore now. I'm Vicky from the jungle. I'm Vicky Patterson. I'm cutting yeah. my hair and... I will be only remembered as being a loose woman. Like, you know, if, if I'd insisted on that, like it would have been mental. People would have been like, oh, this isn't genuine. It's not real. We're not buying yeah. it. But it was slow. So like I yeah. fought against it a little bit, you know, because I was like, oh, I don't want to forget where I've come from and I don't want to lose all my mates. And So I still did do, you know, yeah. a lot of the nightclubs and a lot of the, the bar hopping and the whatever. But the image overhaul came because I absolutely had to change who I was like I was unhappy I was on a hiding to nothing I had unhealthy practices in my life which were making it hard to have healthy relationships it hard for me to like myself you know so I did a number of things like I removed myself from situations which I knew didn't bring me peace Mm. which is nightclubs and and big things like that big parties Mm. I cut toxic people from my life who I only associated with things like partying, getting like too drunk and all the rest of it. Um, And I looked to be better. I got therapy. I mended the relationship with me family. Like I did all of these Mm. things because I myself knew I wanted to be happy in my own skin. I wanted to be content. I wanted to be well. Also, I wanted to be successful, Mm. you know? And um, the the rebrand and the image came through that. So it was slow. And it was kind of like authentic and genuine. Mm, mm. Don't get us wrong, babe. Like there's still some people who absolutely refuse to allow like to allow this image of me to change in their head. That's really. what I wanted to ask you about. Because like the press are one thing, but also mm. we put people in boxes to such an extent that we then won't, we won't re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. Them. Yeah. 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 So I will put up a post on Instagram and it'll be like like something, you know, mm. like we can really relate to, you know, something mm. about like advocating to like love the skin you're in or something just like really, really genuine about like not wanting women to be too hard on ourselves and putting too much pressure on. And there'll just be some bloke at the bottom of the page, like who's just like, weren't you the slagger got shagged on the telly? I'll be like <laughs> Yes, Dave. Good memory. That is me. In fact, well done. You're going back about 10 fucking years. But yeah, that was me. So, And I think I want to answer back. I want to be mad. I want to say, how dare you be so yeah. mad at my growth, at my change, at my mm. evolution that you seek to bring me back down to that level. But then, you know, I think, you know what you're really mad about? Wasn't shagging you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're really mad that I was never shagging you. No, you're really mad that... In the last 10 years, I've become someone I'm really proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly you're that. still the same, mm. yeah. aren't you? Yeah. You've got to be mad at that because if you're out doing 10Ks or spending nice time with your mates or having a family or growing or being great and loving your life, you're not saying things like that to girls exactly. online. No. So exactly. Exactly. Evidently, 
you haven't changed and you are still in the past and that's what yeah. you're mad about really it's not me yeah. so now I do try and just block them and delete them but I think that is what that says mm. you're still wanking in your ma's box room <laughs> and I'm like having a really nice time with a gorgeous fiance and lovely yeah. dogs and yeah. meeting nice people and loving me job so that's what's annoying 100% you, because like that's the only reason that someone's happiness or someone's growth triggers someone else. Of course. It's because they want it for themselves or they don't have that for themselves. Holds up a mirror, doesn't it? That's what they say. Like, it holds up you a know, mirror. You're holding yeah. up the mirror and you're saying, God, I've managed to... And I think a lot of people didn't think I was going to achieve anything, you know? Mm-hmm. They just thought I was... And I'm sorry to use that angry man's term because it's so abhorrent, but they just thought I was that slag off the telly. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was able to sort of make something of myself has really annoyed some people. But they're in the minority and we shouldn't give them too much airtime because the vast majority of the people are brilliant yeah, and warm yeah. and lovely and happy and like the change yeah. and are pleased to just say I've got a nice bloke now or pleased to say like yeah. I love my job or pleased to say I'm happy in my own skin, whatever it is. Yeah. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. In the same way I would be for others. So, no, these... The negative people tend to get a lot of airtime, don't they? But they are the minority. Yeah. They That's just shout the loudest, Such a good they? point. Yeah. Yeah. And and we 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 hear them the loudest. Again, in our critic, we're allowing to hear them, aren't yeah. we? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I also do think they are an interesting like reflection of where we are, though. And I think mm. like I find something I find really interesting about like society and social media at the minute is like we've been saying to everybody for like a decade, do better. Like, do yeah. better, yeah, do yeah. better. And people will say it to you, and then the minute you do better, you're like, well, you weren't always this good. Let's remember where you came from. You're like, well, there's no fucking winning here, is there? Like, it's literally impossible. It's so annoying. I'm like, I'm doing fucking better. Like, what, <laughs> I'm what doing what you told me to. Like, I can't, <laughs> short of like going back to birth and starting again, this is all you've got. Yeah, you're uh, so right. But then you've got, so there will just be some people who are completely committed to misunderstanding you and not yeah. liking you, you know? Mm. Like, there's this saying, and I think it was Lucy Spragan who told it to me, you can be the best peach yeah. on the tree you mm. can be the juiciest ripest peach and everybody in their right mind wants to eat you because you are the luscious peach like you're fuzzy where you're meant to be fuzzy and plump where you're meant to be plump you're great I'm so soft oh, I know. it's so good and then someone will come along who just doesn't like peaches yeah. and there's absolutely yeah. nothing you can do there's no point in trying to change that one person's mind like there's just people who are committed to not yeah. liking you and not liking peaches mm. and you've got to let them live their life because otherwise you'll go insane you'll drive yourself insane Yeah. so yeah I think I'm trying to learn that because that's mm. like a hard thing for a people pleaser to learn 
is you know <laughs> hello to the choir <laughs> 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 to the choir this is yeah, this you, is our remit yeah <laughs> you, can, you can just do everything can't you you can adopt all the dogs and you can do all the body positivity posts and work with as many charities oh. and grow as much and change as much. 100%. And show your cellulite as much as you want. But some people just, to some people, you're just still going to be the girl who had sex on the telly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, it's such a good point. You can be an absolute saint. You oh, can yeah. do all the good work that you want, but people will still be out to hate you. Because they just don't like peaches, babe. But I noticed that with your egg freezing that you did recently and you were sharing it. And I and I I, I saw a lot of the content and I enjoyed it. And we, we chatted we because I've done it. I've done it too. I froze um, embryos as well. And a lot of the people seeing your content were like, thank you so much for like normalising this, sharing about this, talking about future-proofing your family and also talking and also showing a glimpse of what people who do IVF, you know, with the view of actually getting pregnant have to go through. But you got so much shit for it as well. <laughs> I got always, babe, I just feel like you, you kind of do right for doing wrong, can you? Like you're always going to get shit and you're like, yeah. no matter what it is. So you may as well just post the content you like, you know. But I was not my usual self then and you can yeah. attest to this because yeah. you've obviously been through it and like god you've got a baby you know what hormones are like mate jesus hormones are so, weird. <laughs> intense, so intense like and as well when they've left your body afterwards you're just like fuck oh wait, my god that was wild, who was that yeah, <laughs> yeah. She, she, she was crazy <laughs> she was crazy yes yeah, so like so it but at the time i was like pumped for, so i don't know what your process was like but Obviously, I'm not a medical professional, so bear with me. Mm. But um, my eggs weren't egging like they were supposed to. Same. Yeah, after about halfway yeah. through. And they have so many, like, amazing things they can do to help them get to where they need to. But mm. it's predominantly just, right, let's up the hormones, isn't it? And luckily, yeah. my eggs eventually responded to the influx of hormones, but mm. they weren't initially. So after, I think, about sort of, like, day seven, they were like, we're just going to have to increase your hormones, which is so normal and so fine. But... I was, I'm already fucking unhinged, lasses. Like, I'm already hormonal as out. Like, old man sitting on a bench, I'll cry. What is it about old men? Don't Every know. time don't, old men are on their own, I cry. It's And old women, I can't bear no, that either. No, see, this is what stresses me out about myself. I think I'm a misogynist because every time I see an old yeah. woman, I think you're fine. And I see an old man, and I'm like, let yeah. me give you a hug. It's because I think I know the most of the men in my life have been absolutely useless. Yes, you want to take care so of So I'm like, yeah. who's looking after you, babes? I, yeah. and like, I mean, maybe we're caregivers. Maybe we're not misogynists. It's a nice spin on that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we're pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, so I'm quite emotional anyway. And then with the initial hormones, I was just about keeping my head above water. And then when I got the influx, I was like, welcome to Thunderdome, bitches. <laughs> um, because I lost it and I couldn't I'm gonna get a bit upset so sorry but I couldn't deal with the things people were saying it was anymore yeah and I was like I thought I was doing the right thing by showing girls there's there's more than one way to get what you want out of life you know mm. like from the idea that we're we're pumped full of this like fairy tale that from very young age you'll meet your person and you'll fall in love with them and everything else will just be dead easy like that's not true it's not real and it's also it's so problematic it's not fair so I thought you know show this other side that actually you can focus on your career and have a really nice time and not mm. find the man who makes you really happy until later and not mm. figure out exactly what and still be okay I thought that was responsible and strong mm, yeah. and I thought it was a good message but mm. just irritated some people so much and 
on a good day, I could probably say, maybe it's because they didn't have this option. Mm. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they're mad. I can say yeah. that now. Mm. But at the time when I was so full of so of somebody else's fucking hormones of these synthetic things raging yeah. through my body and I was scared and I was nervous and I was in pain and uncomfortable and all these things like I couldn't see the wood for the trees mm. I just got upset mm. so I had to take a real break from it all and it was only like four days or something I took mm. off social media but it was enough to protect me peace mm. because like I was just going through quite a hard time and people were just saying such cruel things and I wasn't prepared for it Mm. I was vulnerable and I was fragile and I wasn't prepared for people to be dicks man yeah they really were as well like I read some of your comments I replied to some of them because I was just like fuck you I was so (laughs) mad like fuck off you're so annoying but they were horrible and you're right when you're in such a vulnerable fragile state this isn't me jumping in to be like, oh, I had the same experience, but no. I had a similar experience, didn't I? Because I I shared my first round of, of freezing. I did two rounds because my eggs weren't egging and also I didn't have many eggs to begin with. Yeah. So I needed to do two rounds to get like an, an, a good amount of eggs. RIP um, your bank balance, by the way. RIP my bank balance. <laughs> Fucking hell. hell. E- I God. found Bridget eggs. <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> More bloody expensive than that, I swear. Um, and I was sharing it and I... I felt the same as you being like I'm a we're the same age I was like you know I'm showing that there isn't just one route to go down and like I think this is just quite interesting and quite good to show that there's just there's options and stuff and people were so I got a few messages and I was the same I couldn't handle it I went off grid for a while and I was like I did the second round I didn't say a word about what I was doing I was like I'm never sharing anything about this again because it's clearly such a it's such an emotive triggering topic yeah and people who you know and it, it's a privilege isn't it like that we can afford to do it it's and a I huge privilege that. and I you know there's only so many times you can say that when it's, it's like, like it doesn't actually matter anymore it, how much you acknowledge that privilege it doesn't matter it's still going to trigger people so yeah I felt for you it really did it was horrible thank you and thank you for having me back <laughs> yeah. I, I, was like, I just I came off like I say social media and I was like you know what I'm and you know, it coincided with Erkan being on a stag too. And I feel like oh. this was just like everything coming at once. And I had the dogs on my own and Erkan was in Budapest on a beer truck. And I was like miserable. And I was like, I just felt like I needed a break to protect me peace. So I did, I took that yeah. break. And then on the Friday night, right, I remember sitting, staring at my phone and like having just done me injection and feeling like now is the time where I normally go and post about it. And... I'm not going to when I sat there and I just scrolled I just was on my phone like it's like I'm a bit addicted to my phone it's not healthy I know that but I was on it and I was looking and this one last messaged me and like if she's listening to this if she ever finds this out like how integral what she said to me like was like she said I'm going through egg freezing at exactly the same time as you and none of my friends get it like they all have felt really ready to have children and they're in a different headspace and I felt really alone and every night I'd come on here and I'd see that um I'd see you done your injections and I felt like we're doing them together oh that's so nice I I felt like I wasn't on my own she felt Mm. and she was like and I'm sorry that some people that were scared you off she went but just know that you were helping some people yeah and like that just it took us a couple you know it was so lovely that one bit of kindness and I thought you know Vicky like you're not weak you're not the type of person who is 
allows people to scare you off from doing something that you know is right and you know th- this isn't who you are like and I, I spent a couple of days getting my head around that and just saying like this is just temporary it's just the hormones and then I came back yeah. and I was like I bet you thought I was all gone <laughs> yeah, but, you, but you thought you'd scared me off well it was temporary I'm not a weak bitch like you just played on my played on the position I was in you know but I'm back because I know I'm helping people so yeah like it was a a weird time mate and I chose to open myself up to that scrutiny because I thought what I was doing was right but and you know if I had the chance to do it again I'd do it exactly the same way mate Mm. yeah I I would like to think I wouldn't fucking be scared off by them again and allow them to get into my head so much that I stopped sharing it's like it's the most vulnerable like of course they do it it's so cruel. I remember saying, like, I remember someone writing something when I, before I even announced I was pregnant, but it was announced somewhere else that I was pregnant. Someone guessed that I was pregnant. And somebody wrote this message and she won't remember it. And she wrote this long thing. And I've got it screen grabs on my phone. It was probably the worst thing I've ever read about myself, about what shit mother I'd be. And how, and, and she wrote this and massive sure. thing about what a shit mother I'd be. And it stuck with me. It sticks with you. Yeah, because if, if someone gets you at the wrong time. Oh, yeah. And they don't, you don't realise. And I don't understand the, um, possession that people have of it they're your fucking eggs like they're your fucking eggs who cares I know do what you want do what you Fertilize want them, it's your money freeze them yeah. do what you fucking want your money your life but yeah and it's like people yeah. are so protective over these children that you don't have yet that, that don't exist that don't exist yet you know and it's like it's such it, it's so cruel and I can't you know like as much as we're like oh don't give air to the trolls don't give it it's like no this is properly cruel yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can't justify like Imagine, imagine commenting like you see that Al's doing eggs or Al, you see that Vicky's doing Imagine commenting being like, shouldn't be doing it. Like, what? Like, it's, it's deranged. It's deranged. It's so cruel. It is insane. Like, I still haven't worked out why it, it like, elicits the reaction it does. Like, I get it's deeply personal. I get for some people it's hard and triggering and all the rest of it. And I understand all of that. But this is the thing is, because obviously when someone insults you and someone hurts you and someone... Really, you go on their profile, don't you? You can't help yourself. You're mm. like, I just need to know what type of nutcase I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. So I always go, and it's always this woman sitting there with kids. And I'm like, babes, what the fuck? What? what? Like, if somebody spoke to your daughter like that, which I can see, you've got, like, would you would you be okay with that? Mm. Because I swear to God, like, I'd go to war if someone spoke to my daughter like that. Mm. So I just, I don't, I don't get it. No. I don't get it. One person said to me, just accept it. God doesn't want you to have children. Uh, someone said that to me, but playing God, you're playing, you're, you're playing said, God. What's God got to do with it, babe? It's a fucking horrible thing to say. It's a fucking Mental. horrible thing to say. Mental. Like, it actually makes me shake. Like, how dare they? I know, it's, it's so, so infuriating. Yeah. I just don't understand this, like, fucking obsession that, and it's women doing it to other women. And it's like, it's like our Achilles heel as well. Like, this is something that is so raw and so painful. So why fucking jab at it? No, I know. Like, it's so mean. Oh. The good thing is, like, that girl who messaged you and all the other people that that will have found comfort in seeing what you did... Because I did as well. Like, again, we're the same age and I haven't ever felt this hugely maternal instinct. Yeah. All my mates have had friends. Uh, had friends. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> How sweet. <laughs> All of my mates have had children. I'm basically, you know, and and 
I felt like rather than doing this, should we be trying to have children instead? And it made me feel like, oh, am I a bit weird? Or like, you know, like Are what's kind of wrong this with real me? Spiral, don't you? Totally. And so it's so it brings so much comfort to see someone in a similar position to you. And that will have meant more to all of those people than the people who are triggered and just fancy sending like a shitty message. That will have meant way more. So it's it will have been definitely worth it, you sharing. Hundred percent. And you got some good eggs, right? I did. I got some good eggs. Oh my gosh, it's been like two months since I've talked about this. Let's get me numbers right so we managed to take they managed to get 12 wow yeah and out of 12 10 were viable nine were mature oh my god amazing we took we throws right nine out of nine yeah we froze three eggs yeah it's just basically mine yeah because obviously i love urkan and yeah he's, he's great yeah of course but he's 29 and we've been mm. together four years mm. and the thought that I would put my body through all of this and, you know, in three years' time, he runs off with a 21-year-old Britishian from Brentwood High Street. Like, so yeah. specific, but yeah. unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I definitely have some issues. <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I feel like the thought that he would do that and then I would be left... Yeah. With his... Uh, with um, his embryos yeah. and yeah. not... No... I don't know. Like no Safety des- net. No desire to do them as mental. So basically, if freezing eggs was my plan B, then my fr- freezing embryos was my plan B, freezing eggs is my plan C. It's me back up, back up. Got it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so we freeze it. And then the six, we tried yeah. to fertilize. And out of them, three were fertilized. That's great. So three eggs, three embryos, six potential babies in the freezer. That's great. Yeah, I'm really happy. Really good. Really happy. And like, you know, when I, like, you're so right. When I started talking about it, I found out so many people have been through similar things and not discussed it. I know. Even my own mates. It, yeah. My own mates who I've had the same group of pals since I was like 15 years old, mate. Like some mm. of them are my cousins, some of them are my sister. Like they've obviously been since birth, but the rest of them are school friends. Like we're close as out and they still didn't feel like they could talk to our group about that. Mm. And that to me just cemented in my head that we do need more honest discourse around this, mm. regardless of fucking other people's opinions. Like yeah. you can be as nasty as you want to me. I'm fine. But I'm going to continue to talk about this. I'm going to continue to do interviews. I'm going to continue to do press. I'm going to continue to say that there's more than one way to be happy or have a family or whatever because Mm. I know that we're doing myself as women a disservice by not being honest about our experiences. Mm. Because we're feeling like ashamed or something or we're afraid. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I I realise there's a need. thing around fertility. We feel such shame around it. And not being... like not being ready to do the thing that you're convinced you put on earth to do right makes you feel guilty yeah mm, makes you yeah. feel like you're less of a woman in some way yeah I, honestly mate, like the guilt i felt about freezing my eggs yeah. about not being ready to be a mom was like horrendous yeah. and then when you eventually get brave enough to do it when you eventually save up to do it when you all these things people can just still make you feel yeah. this big mm. and it's it's just so cruel and problematic and we need better education around yeah. it. Yeah. Because it does feel like you're going against the grain. Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, no, you're, that you're not fulfilling like a purpose or like just as something like defective, I guess. Like You feel like there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. If you don't want to be a mum, you mm. feel like there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Mm. And where did we learn that? I know, I know. Because my mum tells me all the time, it's not from me, mum, because my mum says to me all the time, if you don't want to have kids, that's absolutely fine. She's like, yeah. I love your dogs just as if they were my own grandchildren. Mm, yeah. I was like, well, good thing, because the fucking are carrying <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't me, mum, where I learnt it. I don't know where we learnt it as women. 
No. But put too much pressure on yeah. ourselves, man. Yeah, I think it's a lot of societal like pressure and conditioning, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like if if you don't have if you don't have children, you're selfish or lazy, and then like what is your role? We talked as about a woman? this a few weeks ago about this like thing about women being selfish, and it's like one of the we've actually talked about this quite a lot. Like one of the worst things that a woman can be is selfish, and it's mm. such a fascinating thing because it's like. Selfish has so many meanings within our society. Like you selfishly, I don't know, if you don't look right, if you don't, if you basically just prioritise yourself and your future and your journey, however that looks, it's selfish and it's not okay. And it's like, who? <laughs> like, according to who? And who decided what selfish yeah, was? It's it's nuts. Like the we, but we still kind of, objectively, you could probably sit all your followers down and have this conversation and be like, yeah, yeah, women should do what they want. But then when it's like, you're just doing this one specific thing that you want, people have an issue with it and I find it really interesting Selfish yeah. has had like a bit of a rebrand in the last couple of years though I think mm. so mm. I've been working with a life coach for around four or five years it's now it's the future isn't it yeah and he's like reframe your thinking like you yeah. need to start being good selfish because I have a tendency to people pleasing so you guys are going to get this but like I work mm. till exhaustion and burnout I put everybody else first I will make sure other people are happy to my detriment mm. especially if it's someone I love and care about um I feel guilty for anything I have that other people don't like it's just a whole big thing um and he was like you need to stop he says because nobody mm. else is sitting out there worrying about you this much you no one else is worrying about you as much as you're worrying about them mm. you need to start putting yourself first you need to start being good selfish and that doesn't mean, of course, like you don't care about homelessness or you won't help your sister if she needs somebody. Or, you know, it's not that. It's being yeah. like, I can't go to that night out because I know it's not good for me. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm sorry if it's your birthday. We can do something else. Yeah. You know, we can go and do a spa day. Yeah. But that night out with that much alcohol, surrounded with people I don't really know I like, is going to end one way for me. Mm. I'm putting mm. myself first and saying no. It's mm. good, selfish. Yeah. You know? So saying, good. Yeah. Saying, listen, I've loved sharing this journey with you guys, but unfortunately there's some people who are making it really hard. So I'm yeah. going to come off and have four days to myself. But selfish. Rebrand selfish, you know, make it work for you. Yeah. There's nothing fucking wrong with being it. Trying to be everything that everyone else needs or everyone else thinks you should be all of the time is just going to end one way. And that's yeah. you being really unhappy. Mm. And I can see just through Instagram and following you, like you do work a lot, don't you? You do work a lot. I'm always like, she's like... <laughs> up and out and at a shoot or like doing this I'm like you've got so much energy yeah but I guess it's I'm fueled by my enemies <laughs> <laughs> I love that no I'm, it, there's definitely an element of um me mom's a hard worker mm -hmm. she's definitely a hard worker she's like 65 and refusing to even consider retirement mm. and instead she started like a brand new business and it's completely thriving like my dad was a grafter so clearly it's there's an element of learned behaviour, but mm, yeah. I have been told ever since I was about, what, like 22 or whatever, like that I was good for absolutely nothing apart, you know. Yeah. And the, the Geordie Shaw, that definitely exacerbated that. People's mm. quite negative opinions of what I was capable of. So I think, yes, I'm a workaholic. Yes, it's probably learned, but also mm. it's just a huge part of me that's like, People think you can't do this. Mm. That's it. Do you still feel like you've got something to prove? Yeah. Do you? Like, do you? Yeah. So many people who yeah. still think I can't. And every time I get in an Uber or I get on a bus or yeah. I get on a train and someone's like, eee, 
Vicky finds it. And I'm like, yeah. So what are you up to now? I think I'm not working hard enough. If you don't know when I'm fucking up, I'm not working yeah, hard yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you should know. I'm writing books. I'm doing podcasts. Yeah. I'm yeah. making documentaries. Bitch, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But if you don't know, then I'm not working hard enough. Yeah. So... That must that be exhausting, though. You I are working hard enough. I feel like yeah, someone should are. tell you that. You, do you are really are. Thanks, guys. Yeah. But no, I, I don't know. I do love work. Like, this is not like, oh, poor little busy me. I love work. I yeah. like, I got such a huge enjoyment out of it. I'm working yeah. to try and, I think since getting, uh, since getting Irk, sounds like I bought him. <laughs> he's, my, he's my Ken. <laughs> since getting Irk, when I met Irkan, I, for the first time in my life, found a sense of personal happiness. It wasn't toxic. Like all my other yeah. relationships have been really toxic and I'm not pointing fingers at absolutely anyone. Like you've got to hold some accountability. I was incredibly mm. toxic myself. Mm. I also just think that's weak fucking sauce blaming someone else. Like grow up. <laughs> we were both shit. So I'm, I've, I had healed a lot mm. and then I found someone who basically had nothing to heal from. Like who comes from like this amazing 2.4 nuclear family where every single one of his brothers love their partner love so that. much and just I want kids and want to put people first like they're class. No. I know. So I found this incredible man and like I became more willing and open to the idea of, ha- of having lovely evenings in and yeah. having beautiful staycations and taking the Monday off because it was bringing me happiness. Like mm. I was always running away from something when mm. I was working, you know, I was running mm. away from horrible arguments or running away from an un- an unhealthy environment, you know, so when I finally found Erkan and realised, oh, love doesn't have to hurt. can mm. be nice and it can be calm. You don't have to be like mm. frantically checking your phone every five minutes to see if he's texted, like, oh, that's actually what love shouldn't be. Then I did start to find a bit more balance and we have got some good balance. Mm. But yeah, now I'm, so I'm not, I'm no longer as defined by my job as I work, but I'm still driven mm. by people's doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still driven by people thinking I can't do it. So I'm going to continue until... Everybody thinks I can. So we all know you can. So we all know I yeah. can. Love that. Yeah. Is there a random question that you don't have to have to answer, but you're talking about, you know, you kind of want to like change perceptions and stuff. Are you pleased that you went on Geordie Shore? If you had your time again, would you do it again? So it's dead hard because like, would I be sitting here now if I didn't? Yeah. Like there's a huge chance yeah. like I wouldn't have found a vehicle to get me here, mm, you know? Yeah. And and I'm not saying like, this is the only thing I ever wanted to do. Like I wanted to be loads of stuff when I was growing up. I went yeah. to uni, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to be, you know, all these sort of things. But it's undeniable that it gave me, it acted as a huge catalyst to get me to essentially a place where I really like being. Yeah. yeah. So I'm super yeah. grateful to it for the platform it's given us, you know. Yeah. Have there been some really hairy parts of my journey that I potentially could have done without yes absolutely mm, but mm. we've got to just get on this butterfly effect thing haven't we lasses and yeah. say like I'm who I am and I'm where I am with the people I'm surrounded by because mm. of everything I did yeah. and there's not one yeah. thing I would change about where I am now no not one thing no so lucky so grateful so fortunate so happy so yeah so I know I've got a couple of grey's knees and a couple <laughs> of chapters that I don't love reading out loud but ultimately don't we all yeah Ultimately, look where it's got us. So yeah, yeah, I think, God, if George Shaw came up again, I'd actually just have to bite the bullet. And do it. Yeah. Yeah. I always regret, always regret having sex on the telly. Do you? Always. Like, I'm never going to not regret that. And that was, that was a peer pressure thing. Mm. Was it? Or a, like a, essentially just a huge pressure thing. It Mm. wasn't, and I would still be where I was now had I not done that. So you can understand me thinking, why did I fucking do it? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't do it initially when everyone else was doing it, when they were first series excited. 
mine was a lot further down the line and it yeah. came in the form of pressure from a relationship from a partner really mm. so yeah I think um I think I will always regret that but you know we're always like big on forgiving other people yeah, 100%. 100%. yeah. you've got to forgive yourself sometimes as well and I was young and I I did something that everyone else was doing might just happen to be on the telly, so yeah. But you were living your life on the TV as well. Like the camera, I bet you, I bet you guys forgot at some point that there were cameras there because they've been there for so long. You do. It's a real second nature thing. Like within five minutes of going in anywhere, you, like you, like we're just having yeah. a nice chat. Yeah. Like I half the time forget this is going anywhere. Yeah. It's only until my PR yeah. rings is kicking off. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I did talk about my periods again. Yeah. So yeah, I think um, that's that's definitely plays a yeah. part Al you just forget and you yeah. revert to the stuff you were doing yeah. as a normal like, 20 year old Yeah, but it's a hard pill to swallow it was a hard pill to swallow for my family yeah. it really affected the relationship with me mum mm. my grandma had to tell me granddaughter I was an actress <laughs> <laughs> oh no she's just Love playing that. a part David he was like oh she's very good <laughs> she plays a part of a scumbag very well <laughs> Katie Piper shared something on Instagram and it said no amount of Anxiety can change the future and no amount of guilt can change the past. I find that really freeing when they're telling me no amount of anxiety can change the future. Yeah, I love no that. Amount of guilt can change the past. I love that. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yes. I love Kate. She's and you're so me. right. We do focus on forgiving other people. But not ourselves. Yeah. And you didn't do any heart okay. You okay, didn't really do anything wrong. wrong. No. But you didn't do anything wrong. But it's not like, like it's just a couple of minutes of missionary on the telly man. Yeah, exactly. is what you, <laughs> you didn't kill anyone. <laughs> like it's yeah. fine. It is. It, yeah. It, it is. Yeah. And like I do, uh, like I, wo- I work. So I'm always going to be, and again, I forget the impression you guys are going to get this, but I I am very hard on myself. Mm. And like I'm I'm never complacent. I'm always pushing for the next thing. I'm always beating myself up over. So it's high functioning anxiety. That's what it is. Yeah. And I know I've got it. And I, I'm, I'm not going to be too disparaging about it because ultimately... It's let me achieve and work at a high level, you it's know. It's who you are. It's yeah, who I am, you know. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a huge part of my level of success has been because I am that way. But mm. that is, I do, would like to work towards forgiving myself for some things because, mm. you know, when you're lying in bed at three o'clock on a Sunday night, man, you're just like <laughs> Don't. fucking thinking about every single thing you've ever done wrong and you're like, and I would do this if I could do it again and do that if I could do it. What's the point, man? It's done. Mm. And to echo Katie Piper's sentiments and add me own 10 pence, they say worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do but gets you nowhere. Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) Worrying is like a rocking chair. What are we doing, lasses? What are we doing? Beating myself up. Giving Rock, myself rocking up. manically. At <laughs> 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 three o'clock in the morning. It's always three o'clock in the morning. Always. But it's a witching I, hour. What helps mm. me about the witching hour and about all, the, all of those things coming back into my head, what always helps me is like, I'm the only one who cares about this stuff. Yeah. No one else remembers what I did that time when I was like 25 and I don't know, like I fucked up. Like no one actually cares. No one remembers. Even if they do remember, it's like a passing thought. They don't give it. They don't care. They're in no. their own lives. They've got too much well, their own shit going they're on. They're worrying about what they did when they they exactly. were 25 as well. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I think yeah. that's probably the best way to stop you panicking is like nobody else is awake at this time thinking about your shit, babe. No. They're no. thinking about their own shit. Go yeah. to sleep. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's that's the most comforting thing. To bed there. Yeah. It's just like you can go to sleep. Yeah. Also, what helped me is, and I'm so annoyed that I don't retain information, but like You're there's a reason. Nightmares. That's wicked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 
I Valley. like that. <laughs> Valley, yeah, just knock myself out. Yeah. But um, what makes me feel better as well is knowing that it, it, all of those things feel worse and less rational in the middle of the night. And it's to do with our hor- the hormones in our body it and the chemicals it. in our body. Yeah, we are less equipped to handle emotions at that time of night. Well, we're so going to fuck to sleep. Yeah, yeah. sleepy face. Yeah, so I'm always like, there's a reason for this. There's a reason that I'm feeling, I'm remembering all this shit. Um, it's nice to tell yourself that, isn't it? When you're really in the midst of it. Like, yeah. you've got to tell yourself something, whatever works. It's not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my it's fault. The, Megan Rose Lane has those t-shirts and they just say, blame the moon, it's not your fault. <laughs> Love that. So it's literally the life mantra of mine. <laughs> Sorry, it's not my fault, it's the moon. Blame the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what it means, but I'm always like, it's fucking Mercury in retrograde or something because I am mental today. <laughs> That's always my one. It's been four times a year for like a month at a time. So chances are... Pretty much, babes. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. I am just sometimes a little bit crazy. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> the hormones will do that as yeah, well. that's it. I do yeah. blame the hormones for a lot. Erkan is just terrified of me and my ever, ever... Yeah. So, yeah, like... I don't want to say he's walking on eggshells because that's not fair. Like, I also don't think he's that way inclined like he's such a relaxed person but like I'll just be sitting there and I'll burst into tears off something I've seen on Instagram and he's like my poppin is crazy <laughs> and I'm like yes she fucking is don't forget it babe so I think I feel so sorry for him because he just can't understand it mate oh he I know can't understand it at all I keep seeing all these videos on the internet about men's hormones like all the like, like Trump supporters like Oh, what we don't con- it's, I keep saying them like people in red caps talking about men's hormones and how you don't give enough weight to them I'm like I think you've got testosterone, but do you have any others? Like, I don't... They don't have... Oh, okay. I, don't, I actually I don't, don't know. know. I, like, I, I know, I know. Maybe it's not the person They probably have some. This. I don't know. I feel like we've got more, though, so just leave it. Oh, my God, we've it. definitely have got them. more. <laughs> I wa- don't know if you watched Hijack. Did you no, watch Hijack? No, but everyone's saying that's so good. It I was really that. good, like, cheesy, but such a good watch. And the ending, it wasn't even, like, that sad, but I was obviously just in that mood and we were I was up on the sofa and Dave was on the floor and I started crying and you know when it like develops into a sob that you can't you're like yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. just looking he would look back at me like it's not even sad I'm like ah, it's, it's about more breathe. than hijacked Dave it's about <laughs> yeah. more than hijacked it runs, it's always about it more than deeper. hijacked yeah. <laughs> it's never just hijacked <laughs> it spirals though doesn't it again like you can start sobbing off something just a little bit silly like the donkey advert on the telly or oh, whatever right. it is or dogs dog stuff I can't I get shown these TikToks that are awful that um, it's just about dogs and the the ones that I hate when when they say like it's a dog on the screen it's like to you I'm just part of your world but you are my my whole world world. so take me out whenever you can and give me that I'm like I can't cope with the guilt it's too much I'm exactly I send them all to Erkan me because he's Erkan is the lion's share of the like the Doggy care, bless him in the dogging. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to find a different word. <laughs> Big yeah. dogger, yeah, huge dogger. Loves it. Um, so yeah, so sometimes he, I'm always excited to give the boys a walk because I do yeah. it like fifty percent of the time. So I'm always buzzing, you know, even if it's raining. And I'm like, yes, we get to play. But Erkan, because he does it every morning and every night, like there is an element of fuck me this again. Yeah. So I always send him those where it's like, you know, the ones where they're like, um, oh. Your dog's walk is the highlight of their day. So remember that next time you're feeling like you don't want to go out with them. And we only get 12 summers if we're lucky with our dog. Sorry, this is it. So I send them to him all the time. And he's just, I'm like, did you get me? Did you get what I sent you on Instagram? He's like, nah. He's not even bothered, and I'm sobbing me tits off. Like I hate those videos. People keep doing I it now. I keep them. Being, the algorithm keeps showing. It's like you've got 18 summers with your baby. I'm like, then what? 
It's so annoying. Also, am I? I might not. This might be my last. I could. What do you know? Like, and then I get really annoyed. I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know me. Yeah. Like, and yeah. also as well, I am 35 and I swear to God, my mom still cannot get rid of me in the summer. So no, I don't no, even worry. No, I'm, I'm watching them in my mom's house. I'm just like, I, I don't know about this. <laughs> Sitting in Bev's box room like, sure up. <laughs> Oh, Vicky, this is so, been so yeah, wonderful. Thank you so. Oh, what's What's up next for you? What are you What are your plans? What's in the pipeline? So I absolutely adored re, um, making my documentary last year and writing my book. So I made a documentary about alcoholism, mm. which is of course um, for anybody who doesn't know. My dad's an alcoholic. Mm. I myself have had a complicated relationship with alcohol. And I felt like there was potentially some parallels there, almost a genetic element. So I yeah. looked into that and through that, like through making that film, I, I found out a lot about myself and I I was able to understand my dad's disease better and me and him became so much closer, you know. So that was incredible. Um, I'd love to make more important TV. I'd mm. love to make more documentaries. I'd love mm. to be able to do something in that space. Yeah. Um, but that's really difficult. It's very oversaturated. There's a lot of good people doing it. So yeah, we'll watch this space. Mm. And also I'd love to write more books in a not not preachy self-help space, you know. A yeah. lot of them are quite self-righteous and I'm just not a self-righteous person. So yeah, so if I could do more of those things, I'd be so happy. But at the moment, wedding planning. <gasps> yeah. Spending time with my lovely dogs and partner. Yeah. And yeah, just working so hard to prove everybody wrong yeah <laughs> doing your podcast as yeah. well we'll put a link to your podcast Thanks, in the show notes yeah. yeah and of course I'm looking forward to having you as a guest so yeah I can't no, wait all, all's good and thank you so much this has oh, been so nice this has I been so good just felt like I was chatting to me should I delete that it's part of the ACAST Creator Network imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.